What's up, Gump Nation? Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Gump Talk. I'm Jeannie. I'm Johnny. Chill. What's good? We got a special guest today, man. My um, boy in the building, Ray. Ray Taylor, man. Ray Taylor, man. Introduce yourself. Give us a little intro. Give a little intro to the camera. Jeremy Taylor, Ray Taylor. In the basketball world, step into the creative side, man. So I like to call myself the beautiful weirdo. Kind of an oxymoron. I feel like that's what my life is. Keep it great under major pressure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's tough, man. Well, it's, it's good. Crazy. Man. So what it is, uh, we um, we all know him from the basketball world, so anybody that's a part of the, the basketball culture, yeah. you know the name, Ray Taylor. Yeah, you got yeah, time to We grew up. We grew up. We grew up. That's crazy. I'm going to jump. I'm not, I'm not getting the hoop and stuff like that. I'm a, a late bloomer, as okay. I like to call it, right? So I'm going to jump. <laughs> On the baseline, I hit the little <laughs> behind the back. You Ray know, Taylor, Ray Taylor. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, you just hit the Ray Taylor. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? That's, that's beautiful. No, you got, you got yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. I had to, you know, hit up YouTube, check it out, and then I see my man is all over. Killing it. Killing it. On YouTube, all over the world. So it's definitely a pleasure. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me because, like, I'm just a workaholic. So me working is always something for me to work on. I don't really get a chance to. To talk about accomplishments, you know, how I was grew up, we don't really talk about the shit we've done. Yeah. It's more talk about what we got to get done. So I'm having conversations right. about the things that I'm into now. So to see how decisions that I've made and processes that I've dedicated to mm-hmm. have inspired people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people. It's really beautiful because I, when I started, like, like, after basketball, even while I was still in it, I said my only aspiration is to inspire I just want people to be able to look at whatever they like about me right. and be inspired from it, no matter what it is. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is that, that we have in common with whoever watch, whatever I got in common with you, I just hope I can inspire you to do it to your best ability. And you know, one thing I want to touch on too is the first episode we kicked off with Myron Proam, and we had Myron Proam give us a top five. Top five all time, Myron Proam, man. It's pretty a humbling experience, especially with pros and stuff like. NBA dunk champions. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, it just like I said, it's a test to the processes mm-hmm. and things that I dedicated to myself and getting better. Like um, I always wanted to make the NBA and be, you know, what I'm saying, a Hall of Famer in the NBA. That didn't happen for me, but I've met, I've inspired great people along the way. I've been inspired by great people along the way. I got to sit at tables and have conversations right. with people that I probably wouldn't have without. You know what I'm saying? Me dedicate myself to the game of basketball. So, with that being said, uh, I just thank Miami Pro for the opportunity. You know, I, I saw they had something very special early in the stages, and that's who I am. Like, and to still it, to this day, you know, out of all the guards who came in, and for you, it's still kind of stuff as they saying. That's very, very, very humbling. Like I said, it just it's part of the resume. Like I don't talk about my resume enough, but. If you do get through your talk about it's pretty, it's pretty extensive. Yeah. Like when I start having kids and talking about, oh, you got a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got a lot to talk about. Like what the stuff like that, you know, it's mm-hmm. the, le- the, 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 the legendary and the legacy stuff is there. Now it's just time to work on that generational wealth. And, right. You know what I'm saying? Build, build people up who who don't have the confidence that I've tapped into. I think that's my biggest weapon. That's why I was able to be so good. Because even though I'm this short, I don't know it. I honestly forget about how tall I am on the court. You yeah, feel like a giant. I mean, yeah, that right, that leads over into like everyday life for me. So like, I'm able to take those fashion risks. If you ever watch me fashion, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm able to take some risks faster than I take some Right here, right now. Hey, you hear man. I'm here. We're gonna negotiate the deal right yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. We're gonna get it done. We're gonna get a deal done today. After the camera stop rolling. But yeah, like I said, I didn't put my niche and my creativity that that was a crossover. Just honestly into businesses yeah. and how to brand businesses, how to turn Raymond Taylor into a brand without just basketball. Like basketball can be a part of it, but. Shit, I wanna talk about politics, I'm talking about aliens, I like to smoke weed, I like, yeah, I like women, there's yeah, so much other stuff right, right, that, that I feel like I'm a connoisseur too. Right, that yeah. I can I can give back to that culture and I can reap benefits, like I say, for generational wealth right. and generational legacies. So, yeah, and uh, as far as projects, you know, let's talk about some projects. What do you got what's you got going on right now? Uh, like I said, I'm a creative director, so like I and how I get into it, like I said, I'm a process guy. Mm-hmm. So like I literally jump into whatever I'm working on. So like I said, to start up this company, 
I linked up with one of the best songwriters in the game today. And doing that, I now have publishing myself. Right. I got songwriting credit right. because I, I indulge in it. So if I'm working with a skateboarder, I'm going to go to the skate park and I'm going to bust my ass. Yeah, 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 that's who I work. So that's why I started this creative company because like the, the confidence it took to me to, to be successful as a, a human being before you start thinking about business and before you start thinking about money and all of that, you just live it. Right. Yeah. And I was always a guy that people came to to either put on the show or put the show together. So self-reflecting, I figure out how can I make this a business model? Because I've never seen it before, it was like extremely hard. You get yeah, yeah, I actually want you to touch on that a little bit because when we try to branch out and do something that we've never seen before, some, we can't rely on a family. You can't rely on nobody. And that's why like, my first that's company, like one of my first companies that I started is a clothing brand. And I named it Sophisticated Degenerates. Yeah. And the clothing, I mean, I was checking that out for Instagram. Was the, model, like, the model behind it is be crazy enough to believe in yourself. Because that's what a sophisticated degenerate yeah. is. You're going to be a degenerate because you're going to go against tradition. Right. Tradition is to be normal. Tradition is to be average. And my resume shows you that I'm not average. Even though in my mind I am. Like, I'm very humble, very down to earth. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. talk, I'm a communicator, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't put in average work. Stuff that I do is is an average because that's the the dedication and the passion that I put into it. It's right. not an average type of passion. Right. So with that, it just it bleeds over really into everything. And you making your own clothes like you sewing them yourself. I actually, so like with that being said, once I when I first started, um, I didn't know much about clothing. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. dedicated to hooping. That's right. why y'all know me as a hooper. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. move and all that. I got actually got that move from he got game. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Ray Allen did it against nobody. When I saw him do it against <laughs> yeah. nobody, I tried it up before and then it just stuck with me. And then it was cameras following me in high school. When we talked yeah, about it, and I just yeah. kept talking about it. And it, it I seen it on, on the perfect rotation. Perfect rotation. Yeah. 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 So that was the TV show that we had in high school. Not yeah, many people no, saw it, but right, we kind of started this web series culture of life. That was four days. I'm hoop tape. It's crazy to see being a hoop tape, but I'm one hoop tape. Original million. I'm one of the first people that got a million views yeah, on yeah. on that platform. Like I helped them build their platform. That's what I'm saying. Self-reflecting yeah, on yeah. who I am as a brand. Yeah, exactly. I helped a lot of people and I started to realize, yo, we don't control the narrative enough. So yeah. when I see of course I'm coming to this interview. You're controlling this narrative. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I and like people like we we complain about the narrative being painted when we not we don't have equity into Platforms that do can keep control it yeah. and creatively control it. Like I said, I can tell my story creatively. Like I just was talking to Durant Scott, he started a movement about the international grind. And I'm like, yo, the culture needs this. Need Not enough people know about what these international players are up against. Like, mm-hmm. what's the life is like yeah. while they over yeah. there? We don't know nothing of that because we all conditioned on ESPN. And right. ESPN only talking about the NBA. So kind of like a, what's, what's that show on Netflix? Uh, one, uh, one chance. It's kind of something like that. Like, like, one chance you. Like one chance you. Well, I I don't know what his thing about it, but I told him anybody he needs from Miami, mm-hmm. I'll definitely be right, right, right. And you you played uh, overseas also. Yeah. Um, yeah how was that? It was it was amazing, but it also let me know that peace of mind comes first. Oh, yeah. That's something we take advantage of, especially yeah. like even in high school. Like once I went through it, I realized kids in high school don't. don't play that good in college because they're out of their comfort zone. Right. Mm-hmm. So then you start looking at kids that, even on the AAU second in high school, if they're playing in tournaments in their hometown, they might average 30 points. Right. Once you get them in North Carolina, yeah, it's, it's, a a it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Kids averaging 11 points because yeah. they're not comfortable outside of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So my comfort zone is a little bit bigger, but playing out of the country, and like I said, my, my aspirations were NBA. Right. So you got to adjust to this. Overseas living is a whole different. As a young man, like like I said, I'm able to speak the way I am now because all the mistakes I made going being over there by yourself. So like let's say the average the rookie rookie overseas, it's the first time you're absolutely by yourself. In another country. In a whole nother country, nine times out of ten don't speak the language or speak. So you need a translator. Just for play, yeah, yeah, yeah. you stuff you love. Yeah. Like, you love playing basketball, but right. you don't know what yeah, you don't know. <laughs> so, like, that's a whole different type of like depression or mm-hmm. a, a mental abuse that we're not preparing for or throwing that ball in the hole. And that's why I want to get in control of like platforms and 
control the narrative so I can teach. Like, I don't have to make the NBA. Like, I'm from yeah. Miami, this lifestyle is mine. Like, while people got to dedicate to the NBA, I had that lifestyle since 13. Uh, yeah, that's like, true. That's the double edged sword I was talking about, right? That's why I was so uncoachable. It was two reasons I was uncoachable in the basketball way of thinking. That's why I didn't go to the big high, I mean, the big college. Right. That's why I didn't go to the NBA because I knew what I went to the table. Like, and that's why I chose to go to FAU because I know what I'm bringing yeah. to the table. That's why I chose to go to a certain place to make my history. I don't want to just be a part of history. Hey, I always yeah. fucking make yeah. history without knowing the right way to say it, without knowing the right mm-hmm. person to say that to. Like, all of that plays a part into building a brand. And that's why like, all the mistakes I made as my brand in basketball, having the talent to be in the NBA but not in the NBA, it's a lot of shit to be aware about. So and you, you knew that early on because I remember watching The Perfect Rotation and in high school you were saying stuff like this. Like when your father passing away, all that you're a little kid, well, you're 11 months. Right? That's what I, said, like, I never yeah. see where I'm at, I'm always right. seeing where I'm going. Yeah, exactly. I always had yeah. that mentality before I knew it was like entrepreneurship. Right. Or yeah. Yeah. Before, before I, was I knew it was a label, yeah. that's right. just who, who Raymond was. Yeah, yeah. So when I started this depression and shit, I had to like go through reflection and find out who Raymond was. And I think a lot of times us athletes, we don't know who we are. Yeah, we, give, we give up who we yeah. are for whatever. Oh, yeah. And then it's so crazy, bro. You can go to one school for four years, then the next four years, you got to become a whole totally different person. Because yeah. your coach got to talk. Then you become a pro. This shit can change every six months. Yeah. Every yeah. two months. Yeah. Every team. And then you're in the country by yourself how this yeah. conversation started. So this is how my brain started yeah. reflecting. And I'm like, all right, bro, I got to own my crossover. Like, how can I own my crossover? Like, and I met, like I said, I met Jazzy, and she's a songwriter. So, me, my first time seeing her in the studio is equivalent to like me going to a gym late night, like I always do. Nobody's here. Right. It's just me in the gym, working on something. Unless I come up with the move. And before I use this move in my next game, imagine me calling up Kyrie. Like, yeah. yo, I can sell you this move for $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time, yeah. Yeah. Every time yeah. you use it after that, just give me royalty, bro, and publish it. So, like, when I met her, I'm like, why the fuck you giving all these songs away? Like, doesn't make sense yeah. to me. What are you yeah. doing? And then she started explaining to me her perspective of a songwriter. And then I met somebody super famous. I probably heard about who I was dating a while ago. So when I got around that brand, it's like, all right, I, I, would, I saw people getting paid for, sh- for stuff I did on my team. Like, all right, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, what's that's the team crazy. concept going to be for the Midnight Madness? All right, yeah. so we going to... The 88 Bulls team, we got boom, 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 boom. Yeah. All of that is created directly. People get paid, bro. Don't look at marketing budgets. The, mar- the best marketing team got paid more than your favorite athlete last year. Wow. The best marketing company got paid more than your favorite rapper last year. Yeah, it's always behind the Marketing yeah. is what makes yeah, what everything go. Right. So you got a point guard mentality like, yo, I got all these weirdos, all these graphic designers, all these cut and sew people, yeah. all this stuff that people don't care about. How can I make them cool? I'm just gonna give them my confidence. Sit down with them, give them GD, consult them, and just give them my confidence. And that's how my company got birthed. And it just so happened that the first person that I was trying this out with happened to go right Old Town Road. Yeah, that's and so it's just like, that's the best man just keeps yeah. taking care of itself. And I just keep living my life unapologetically, like expressing myself the best way I know can, the best way I know how to. That's another reason why I stopped playing basketball, because I got tired of coaches and GMs. Yeah. Telling me what to do and how to do it when I know my I give my all to this. Like and outside of me having leverage that I don't need this lifestyle for you to talk to me any kind of way. Um I know what I bring to the table and I know like and, and coaches that I had, they had moms, they had wives, so they had other stuff they had to dedicate to they like oh, yeah, I was still going to hoop. Yeah, no matter what. No matter what I'm hooping. So of course I'm being coachable. If coaches putting twenty hours a day into something and I'm putting twenty-four, after I might be able to be coachable the first two months. But after <laughs> me knowing that I put more work yeah, into you yeah. for two months, my brain not gonna listen to everything you say. You're gonna have to sit down and you have to talk to me as an equal. In in a lot of systems, when you're coming in new or if you don't got enough money or you ain't got enough clout or Anything that you can work on to get more of, if you don't have enough of it right away, you don't have the, the leverage to sit at tables. And I wasn't knowing that. So, me having that taste in my mouth, being around that, like, told you who I was dating, and just seeing how, how things work at big brands. 
It's just decisions being made and executing those decisions. And if you can have the creative decisions being made and everybody in the same room on that page, you're going to be famous, you're going to be rich, you're going to do whatever you got for this shit. Whatever you're in it for, you're going to get it. Like I said, I'm just in it to get things done. So that's why I'm able to have like a cool lifestyle. But I tell people all the time, forget the lifestyle, pay attention to the work ethic, pay attention to the mind state. Like, I like everybody to like me. That's why, another reason why I gave up basketball, I want you to like it for my mind. Yeah. I want my mind to be studied. I want my moves to be studied. I want to be able to label term, like term terminologies and, and create languages to help people tap into what I tap into to become that basketball player right. at five, six. But before basketball, it was football. Like, I, at 13, I lived with Uncle Luke because I played football for him. So to have, like, people under me that watch me play football end up to be Duke Johnson. Yeah, end up crazy. to be Devontae yeah. Freeman. Right. Like, this is a little bit about my confidence and why I'm so confident. Because, like, everything I've ever tried to do, I was fucking amazing at it. And people who tried to resemble me, even if I didn't get the accolades, they end up getting the accolades that, I'm, that, that I was after. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but I taught them the formula. That's right. why I know I know formulas. So because I know formula, that's what that's what a franchise is. That's why McDonald's get to have a franchise because they know the formula. When you buy that, when you buy that formula, you know exactly how many burgers to flip. You know where to put those frying pans. Right. You know, now you can run to McDonald's right. and yeah. see those profit margins. So I just had to literally self-reflect, break my own life down, and I learned so much about like the bigger meaning of life, like the purpose of living to create. I feel like that's the purpose of living. If you're not creating something. You're just pushing forth something that's already been created. Like basketball is created by James Naismith. So I can dedicate my life to that, but what the fuck am I getting back? It's just making James Naismith. Like I made James Naismith inventing cool. Instead of the cool inventing something in my life. Like how many athletes made Nike cool without the ball, without the ball just now. I learned the ball and I'm bringing out ball to brand. Why no other athlete did that first? That's true. But before I knew that verbiage, I was making those steps without that platform. So that's why Raymond been ducking off. It looks like I'm doing a whole bunch of nothing. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just no, yeah, yeah, you weren't. I'm trying, I'm trying yeah. to error. It's trying yeah. to error for me. I'm having fun, but within the fun, I'm trying to figure out this shit has to make sense. I'm not placing all these places for for no reason. Like I want the money. I want I want the knowledge. Why are you putting me here? Why well, I'm at these tables that other people can't be at? Why well, I'm in these circles that other people can't get in? Why well, every why me? <laughs> like in my mind, I'm ready, but then it's you because. Not everybody asking these questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once it's what they want, once they're making a million dollars a year, they're not trying to grow no more. Yeah, that's it. Or that's once that's they get the girl, yeah, that. like, I don't know what content is. I'm yeah. so comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's fine. And another thing, too, like, what do you think about cloud? Like, I was going to talk about the 6 9 thing, the whole cloud chasing thing. What, what's your, what do you think about cloud Like chasing? I said, bro, we do what the best we know how. Like, we do the best we know how to do. So if you control and make millions, why wouldn't you? Right. Think about the hard work. You only went to work probably 15 years and never saw a million dollars. Yeah. So if you can go troll yeah. and get 10 yeah. million, you're not. That's true. Yeah. That's but, but to me, because like I'm creative director, so I have to pay attention to this, I say stay organic. So if, like me, I troll with my fashion, naturally, without having to try. One of my shoelaces are different colors. Somebody's going to ask a question about that. I got one bow tie. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just it's wear conversation pieces without, yeah. without having to go troll. Right. I'm trolling naturally. So right. me and those consultation meetings, I'm just finding out the ways that cause everybody has emotions about something. Yeah. And you being you, nobody's gonna agree with 100. Yeah, nobody's ever gonna. Yeah, nobody's he's not gonna agree with 100 yeah. of your decisions. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's not right. the case because we're we're all our fingerprint one on one. We conform. We have things in common, but we're all one on one. So what makes you popular, for real, what makes you have clout is you being you. Standing on what makes you you. But what makes you you, I'm, have com- I'm having common. He's going to have something in common. Because yeah. you were the weirdo because you were too tall and black. Yeah. I was the weirdo because my hair was good and I was short. It don't matter what kind of publicity you get. Listen, you're talking about it. Right. But that's why I said it's so important that we control the narrative. Right, that's what I'm saying. What if they're talking about that's why no. you have to control the narrative. You, you don't have to worry about this because you can control your narrative. Right. Whoever you're talking about, you have the narrative to control it. So right. if they're talking about your basketball players, you can go get every basketball player that has a say-so mm-hmm. and talk and bring them on your Exactly, team. yeah. So that's, that's why true. it's controlled to own 
Ownership is so important. Even if it's just a platform that we think is nothing, we don't need money. All we need is an idea. Because right. yeah, somebody's going to have it, it coming it. with money. Because yeah. most people, and this is, this is why I got into this business, the people with the most money don't have no ideas. They buy 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 ideas. They Intellectual property literally gets going every day. You can open the LLC and now you can put out a song, you can put out a book, you can put out anything and gain intellectual property. That's property in this fucking space right now right. that's unlimited. It's not going to always be unlimited. Like 500 years ago, we could just go pick the land out, get the biggest it. guns, and yeah, it's out. That's, it. that's what intellectual property is now, but years from now, it's not going to be that way. So all these podcasts, bro, drop 100 podcasts. Stop being perfect. Yeah. Just fucking put the content out. Yeah. Content runs the world. Like that's true. Yeah, that's right. hundred years that on Netflix. Every network on TV, it's content. Right, yeah. Turn on the fucking radio. Content. Yeah, it's all about content. That's, that's money. Yeah. I don't care about money because I come up with content. Like right now, I'm making new content. I just love from having a meeting about content. When I leave here, I'm gonna go make more yeah. content. It's the truth. I tell people all the time, you scared to be you, how? People have a favorite color. What's your favorite color? Mm-hmm. What the fuck have blood did for you? <laughs> Except for always be blue. Right. Only thing blood did was always be blue. Yeah. And because of that, people are going to react to it. Mm-hmm. Oil doesn't mix with water since the beginning of the time. It never is. I know this because they tried to, I did an experiment with it. You did an experiment with it. It doesn't mix. <laughs> we know this stuff. So, but we both know oil and we know water. You just got to exist. So I tell my clients, create your color. Your brand is your color. Once you create a color, you're gonna get the you're gonna get the fans along. Yeah. And that people yeah. keep changing their color based on whatever color they're hearing on the radio yeah, so or whatever they control the narrative. Yeah. You right. control the narrative while you're adjusting. Right. You have your own platform. Yeah. That's true. How much you know? Even if it's a, a sewing company, you have your own platform. Yeah, it's a platform. sewing company. You don't need to. Uh, you don't need to Everybody in the world that wants to do a fucking clothing line needs a sewing company. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. Yeah, it's a printing company. You know? That's true. It's, it's real for everybody. Yeah. Be you. That's what I'm saying. My whole click is be you, bro. That's what mm-hmm. team sport is. If you have something you dedicate yourself to, you can help us. If you're just here trying to help us, you, you're in the way. Right. And what about, what about, like, how do you block out negativity? You know, and the hate and all the... I'm naive. I just give everybody the benefit of the doubt because I choose happiness over... Like, you can have a problem with me and I say you won't. Because now it's your problem, it's not mine. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I choose happiness. Like, even when it comes to relationships, like, why well, I don't care what my girls do. I'm at an interview right now. Like, I don't care what, I don't care about nothing that's going to distract me. Yeah. Like, when I'm in the gym, I don't care what my mama cooking. I'm in the gym. <laughs> Once I get home, I'm going to care yeah, what my mama right, right, yeah. I don't care about nothing. nothing. Like, Self-sabotaging ways that I had before I picked up on it is I'll make your problem my problem. Right. That yeah. makes me greater in the long run, but right now it makes me miserable. Right. I make mean, everything my fault. Right. So how I look at it, if it's not my fault, I can't fix it. Right. I can't fix something that's your fault. Right. I can't. But if it's my fault, I can fix it. So growing up, I always made shit my fault. That's why my teams was better. Because right. shit it. not yeah, my yeah, fault. Right. Like, right. 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 My, my, my played on a fucking court with Kenny and Brandon. Yeah. They both need the ball all the time. So one of them don't have the ball, it's my fault. Yeah, it's your job. So I'm going to go get the ball and make it go. Because Kenny not thinking about Brandon scoring. Mm-hmm. Brandon not thinking about Kenny scoring. Yeah, yeah, it's your job to get it to him. So it's me. Yeah. I see a nigga pattern. Yo, and they both mess with me. Like, everybody cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm always had something in common. I'm always dedicating myself. If you like whatever, right. I'm always break bread. Right. That's just my mentality. That's just me. I'm always, whatever it is, if I see you into whatever you went to, I'm going to give you, I'm going to go get something a little bit greater than what you can get. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it to you to show you that I'm on your side. Like, and how was it like playing with Kenny? How you said Kenny and... It was amazing. Just Like, it was amazing. Really, it was amazing. But, um, when I got to play both of them, it was amazing to get to, to put the fire out of the battle. Mm-hmm. When I'm playing with just Kenny, it's amazing to try to get him the edge of the battle that I got to put out this summer. Yeah. So it was like a, a weird scientist. Like I felt like the... 
like the Rockefeller. Investing in both sides of the war. But you win either way. Like one of them went to the NBA one day. One of the NBA is my close friend. And when that's not my close friend, yeah, no matter what. I still win. I played that game. Can he didn't play for the Lakers? He got a little chance. He played on the team because it was just more money. He had opportunity, but like I said, you know you can make two million dollars tax free. Why would you be over yeah. here with niggas you been killing your own life? Yeah, that's true. They still trying to prove themselves. Right. You gotta think we won nationals 16 and 17 years old. So all these guys that's just now having to prove themselves. Yeah, like John Wall hit my phone. All these guys hit my phone because when I was 16, I was yeah. killing them. And it's just funny to me that now I find another landing. So now I'm like a master at what I'm doing. Master basketball, but I mastered that at 16, or at least I got what I wanted. I got what what I got. Yeah. yeah. Transition out of it. Uh, uh, What's up, man? That's some real stuff. I think that's the biggest thing that stuck out to me, what you were saying is, you know, finding a way to articulate who you are. That's yeah. it. That's why I took something. That's why I get dressed the way I do. All, right. All this takes you for you know who Remy is. You can't know who Remy is just by watching me play basketball. You can't know who I am just by listening to my music. You can't know who I am just by watching the way I get dressed. Yeah, Literally, how Taking all that, all that stuff. And I'm still learning better how to articulate myself man, more efficiently because perspective is reality at the end of the day, especially in branding. So I gotta know how to say something, and I gotta. Like, hypothesize or guess yeah. how you're gonna receive it. Mm-hmm. So I know the information. Now I gotta play games on how to get them to receive it. It's like, how to make medicine not nasty. That's how I look at my creative projects. How can I make this medicine? Everything I'm doing is giving game. So whether it's a song, it's real game in that song. It's real like documentary. Like that's what made me start making music because my lifestyle is is crazy. It's 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 eccentric. It's, it's a movie, yeah. Yeah, like it's a movie in, in layman's terms. And another thing too I wanna I wanna talk about is off topic, but you said what's your thoughts about aliens? Do you think aliens are good? Aliens are real? No they but since the beginning of time, they've been saying people that they don't know how to describe and tell them something. That's how God eventually got here. The idea of aliens. That I could break down just that idea. It's just an idea. Something we've never seen. That's what an alien is. And you've been an alien before. Being black in America is an alien. They get what you talking about. It's like that energy, I believe the energy. Energy can't be destroyed, don't transfer. So we name shit different shit, but it's all the same energy. Positive, negative, it's energies. Like certain shit make you get up, certain shit make you get down. Right, right. It's, it's an energy. Like the energy of God is just like being able to articulate and be able to be understood. That's God. Sacrificing my moral judgment or what I believe in based on whatever you want to do. Whatever God says, you give up yourself for God. That's just help us to learn everybody else. Because in my philosophy, each of us are gods. Each of our own relationship with God which makes us a god of something. That's why everything is to coexist. But we're in chaos because we're not trying to be the god of individualism. We're trying to, like I said, we're trying to master James Mason. We're all attracting ideas at this point. Idea builds. That's somebody else's ideas. People live for millions of years without paying the bills. For many years without owning a house. Like, we were hunter gatherers. Like, everything is just developed. People like me develop what reality is. Like, Walt Disney. It was just a sketch of a rat that people thought he was crazy for. Now, it's a movie. It owns. Master like Matt runs the world. But owns ESPN. Disney owns ESPN. Runs the world. Disney owns ABC. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it started with a sketch on a paper, a piece of paper, bro. It started with a sketch on a piece of paper. He didn't even know how to draw, so people thought he was crazy. Like while Disney was literally, he had wealthy parents. He was going around talking to his wealthy parents, showing them a sketch of a rat. Like, yo, this is the future. They took him to court. They thought he was crazy. <laughs> 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 you take a picture of a rat and say, this is the future, bro. Yeah, a lot of people look even crazy, man. To the point that all he did <laughs> a lot of people say, yo, this guy. That's why I came up with sophisticated pajamas. Yeah. If you watch my, I got this red hat that says, fuck off. It's mm-hmm. the first sketch of Mickey Mouse. Oh, you know the first ever sketch? First ever, well, I, I oh, they originated. Yeah, right. I, 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 I saw it and I came up with my team and I recreated right. my interpretation. 
of the first sketch of Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. And it's just him and finger, it's a middle finger saying fuck off. Because right. to create something great, you gotta have the energy. And you kind of talking about like, um, like you, you obviously smoke pot. Yeah. You know, yeah. When, when, like, when was your first time smoking? Actually, well, this is a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> My first time smoking pot was actually a sophomore in high school. That summer. And I started smoking pot to show my friends that they were weak minded and really didn't get you high. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all just faking it doesn't get you high. Yeah. <laughs> Long story short, I ended up getting high. <laughs> like, I had raps on it, but when I went to FAU, this is like really, this is school's interview. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to FAU, and every uh, uh, Division one school, they're allowed to take, every four years, they're allowed to take like overseas trips. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. So, <laughs> by the time I got to high college, uh, that year I was going to FAU, they decided to go to Amsterdam, bro. Wow. Wow, right? <laughs> <laughs> just started smoking two years ago. Not, and like, Wayne, man. And like, this is when I realized he was rapping about real strings. Yeah. This is when I started understanding strings. He was rapping about super silver, silver haze and shit like that. And when I went to Amsterdam, I'm seeing this on the coffee shop menus. Because, like, they sell weed like Walgreens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At coffee shops. Yeah. So he goes, any coffee shop sells weed in Amsterdam. And I only know this because I'm from Madison, like a basketball team. <laughs> in Amsterdam. And like, bro, shit was so crazy. It was like four or five months that smoked weed. I won't tell them no. If they get in, they tell me. So yeah. <laughs> I won't speak to them now. But we all smoke weed. We all put our per diem together. So <laughs> then for that day, <laughs> first day we got to Amsterdam, we all put our per diem together. Went to go get like two, three pounds. Mm-hmm. And we about to go to, um, <laughs> we about to go to dinner. <laughs> And we locked ourselves on the balcony smoking weed. Everybody's phone is like right on this table right here. Oh, he's just looking out. <laughs> Only thing he said is my roommate was downstairs on Skype talking to his girlfriend and his mom. So he came up to change for dinner. We all just ran, took the showers real fast. Yo. Couple couple yes. dudes was late. But um, I was literally scalping it on balconies. <laughs> <laughs> to the first game, but in the middle of the game, I'm coming down the court, I just throw up the whole, everybody who's yeah, on the team know why I'm throwing up. I just told coach, yo, the bananas are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the bananas in Amsterdam are different. Coach, I don't want them more now. Coach, I'm going to blame it on the bananas. <laughs> he did that. <laughs> yeah, the way we got you heard. So the, but, but, but the universe didn't, because that year when we got back off of the drug test, oh, so my oh, sophomore, in my sophomore year at FAU, I was suspended the first seven games because I failed the drug test. That's breaking team rules. Yeah. And I'm talking to you, if you hear somebody like breaking team rules, <laughs> yeah, 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 they yeah. either it's a sexual assault, like a sexual yeah, yeah. offense, or they failed the drug test. Right. That's just free game on this interview. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a walking testament. I don't know about other people, but me, this is what I've been. Yeah. That's a little bit of what do, you, what do you think about the people who think like marijuana is such a bad thing? Lack of information. Lack of information. Like I said, it's just the same the same white people that think black people are so bad. Yeah. They never sat down and talked to us and all this information that they got before it is bad. And that's why I said so control to control the narrative. It's so important to control the narrative. Like people don't know that Hitler wasn't even from Germany. He's from Austria. But he was able to control propaganda. <laughs> So you got Germans to kill Jewish people for him. He wasn't even German. That's because he was controlling everything. Because he was controlling the narrative. He wasn't controlling everything. He was controlling the TV. Right. So you think this disinformation why you know other people think oh marijuana? That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. But I have conversations with my mom. I know my mother loves me. She hates me smoking. Right. She never smoked before, and that's why she hates me smoking. Yeah. Like if she tapped into what I tapped, I can't explain it unless you've done it. And like I said, I only started, I didn't start at the fitting. Right. I started to show people that I was doing it. Y'all faking. Right. I know I was a little bit more mentally strong than they were. But what that did to my mental is like help me challenge coaches, help me challenge GMs. Like it keeps my my head from just going along with that police officer that's talking wrong. Like ask questions. Like it makes me question more. Yeah. My, my other question, do you, do you ever feel pressure? Uh, with everything you do, do you feel any pressure? About In the time being, but like very briefly. Because I know it's, it's fake. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm a diamond. So yeah. how do you make diamonds? Pressure and weight. Without that pressure, right. you can't be a diamond. So I gotta always, always feel some type of pressure to be who I am.
That's like I said, that's just me studying energies. Energy, that's just the energy of a diamond. The energy of a diamond you gotta focus on. Just like a butterfly. So you might see me on Instagram. I do a lot of a throw face, a green caterpillar, yeah. blue butterfly, blue heart. That's the process to life to When you first start it, you wanna throw up. Then you might turn into a butterfly. Somebody might like you, but most gonna hate you. Right. So you're gonna have to cocoon and come out of butterfly, the world fucking love you. So just trust your process. Trust the process. If you don't make it through the fuck shit, you ain't buying it. It's, that story too good to be true. Yeah. You, there's no easy way to get to. I mean, it, I, it, if I make it look easy, y'all not gonna believe it. Exactly. Right. If I make it look easy, y'all, I'm faking. That's why, like, right now, people think I'm a fraud. Because my struggles, I make it look easy. Yeah, that's like that's like the move. That's like the move. Like, I, first time I tried it, I'm losing. I'm like, Into the to the basketball, like 
like with kids and stuff, like oh, aspiring sure, kids. I'm trying to find a niche. Yeah. Like I just can't go be the trainer. I right. can't go. Yeah, right, 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 I'm right, trying right. to find that niche. Yeah. Trust me, bro. Every night or every day. Yeah, you're just trying to. That's part of yeah. my. That's part of who I am. I yeah. can't get rid of basketball. Yeah. Even with my Instagram post, mm -hmm. I could post a, a bad edited video of me playing basketball, and it's gonna get more likes of. Yeah. Me paying somebody to edit photos and right, right. come take pictures and all of this. I get more love and more attraction just from basketball, so I can't let it go. Right. Yeah. So, of course, I'm always trying to figure out that way to, like I say, stand with what I believe in. Like, how to use it but not get stuck in this box. Yeah. Do you think that there's some, there's some players that they just chase but like sometimes we, we, if you really chase it, it's like some people chase it and they still get distracted. Yeah. So they end up with nothing. Right. Like people like Jordan, LeBron. Like, if you chase it for real and just yeah. focus on that, you get people around you to do other stuff. Yeah. But the difference between LeBron and Jordan, Le Le Jordan wasn't in a spot like like LeBron. LeBron was in a spot like so he was what, 16? Well, so, because of Jordan now. Yeah, Jordan better. Jordan chose to take the step back. He didn't, he didn't like it. He would, that wasn't him. But I think the biggest thing of like guys like Joe, but I'm saying, like, the only thing we know about Joey, like, this people don't know, I just do my homework. Joey had a $10 million check from Nike as a sophomore in high school. Mm -hmm. So they had to make their money back. Yeah. That's why we knew about him. Yeah. That's true, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Didn't, didn't he get cut off a JV team in high school? Yeah, or he got cut off the varsity team? That's what JV? Yeah, that's what JV. You feel me? So that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying, like, LeBron has always been in the spotlight compared to Michael Jordan, who, you know, kind of blew up. You feel me? He worked, he worked hard for it. That's why I'm saying they're all like different on guys, but but LeBron could have been that that dude on in high school and just stayed like that, but he obviously went off because like, there was no way he was gonna obviously, be. Because that's what I clicked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's no way he was gonna Cook. Lenny Cook was ranked LeBron above LeBron. Everywhere we go. What's your opinion on that? 
So you wear anything for a mask. And then you guys have my shirt. And then it says, it's not about safety, it's right. about compliance. The people control the narrative, they gotta do shit to see how they control the narrative. Once they, if we came up with this idea, do we not know we control the narrative? Yes, So are you are you for the whole thing? What do you think about Corona though? You think Corona? I think this is just an education of bro. Get self educated. Go go learn how to diagnose yourself. Yeah. How can you test your own for fever? How, how can we test ourselves for Corona? What do you think is really that big of a I know, but yeah. because we're not doing it ourselves, yeah. we gotta trust. We gotta trust the We gotta block. We gotta close our eyes yeah. and listen to what they're telling us. Whatever you say, do. Small garage too. It wasn't this. Yeah, not crazy. It wasn't this. Yeah. 
Corona numbers are going up. Gump Talk has a solution. Gump Talk has partnered with Sanitation Access Miami as we tackle these tough times together. The health and safety of our community is the number one priority. So please head over to our friends at sanitationextrasmiami.com for all your disinfecting needs. Now more than ever, as the cases just keep going up and up and up. Sanitation Extras and their team perform all their services in hazmat suits and use electrostatic sprayers, ensuring full coverage to properly disinfect all your space. Make sure you let them know your friends at Gum Talk sent you for 10% off. Check them out, sanitationexpertsmiami.com. Also, if you guys like today's episode, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify Podcasts. Check out Gump Clothing for more merchandise and tune into next week's episode.